Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the nation. Stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this Friday. Uh, 22nd day of September. Can't wait. Got a lot of really good football games on this weekend. A lot of bigger college games this particular weekend. Of course, the NFL is always big, folks. I mean, it's the NFL. It is the king here. Uh, Carlos has not came in yet, but going to break down this week's biggest games. Going to talk a little bit. Chargers, Minnesota, two teams desperately needing a win. But, but by the way, Chargers and the Vikings, remember both of those teams were in the playoffs last year. I uh, expect a big shootout up there in Minnesota, the loser. Uh, 0-3, uh, you, you start really, really getting into the odds of not making the playoffs if you go 0-3. Uh, the Titans have went 1-4 before and got all the way to the AFC Championship game. So uh, either way, we're going to take our first and only break, and I see that Carlos has came backstage here. So we'll both hit the ground running here in about 49 seconds here on Scope. We'll see you shortly. Hello, Scope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign, and sports scope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports, that is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. Alrighty then. Thank you, uh, Corey. Good to see you, man. And of course, Carlos. What up? What up? It looked like he got a Colorado Buffalo hat on, but I can't tell. No, no, man. It's a Yankee hat. What does it say? Hope. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Hope Week. We've been hoping keep, for the last three years, man. Keep hope alive. Okay. Alrighty then. I don't know if it was something to do with Arkansas or what, you know. No, man. that's Bill Clinton's hometown, Hope, Arkansas. Just a just a random fact here. Uh, good to see you, man. Uh, great weekend this weekend in the NFL and college football. I'm working tomorrow. I got to get Ooh. up at 5 a.m. But you know what? I'm recording a lot of these games. Hopefully, I won't be working as late as I was last week. Of course, we got to get into that Tennessee. Uh, no show against Florida. Um, I wouldn't say I lost respect for Josh Heupel, but I'll say his stock is way down in the sports scope zone. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, you, you know how we always do, man. We got to go into the recap of the week beforehand. Uh, you seem like you were really concerned about the Nick Chubb uh, injury. I was concerned about the Nick Chubb injury. Uh, for those of you not paying attention, Corey, if you might not watch the show any this week, uh, the Steelers uh, and, and and Browns, very physical Monday night football game. A lot of cheap shots from the Steelers. Aside from the Nick Chubb play, I thought they got away with two face masks that I saw on the uh, Deshaun Watson, per se. Uh, they were very chippy. Refs looked the other way. That's why I think they looked the other way with that Deshaun Watson shoving that ref out of the way because they knew they'd let Pittsburgh get away with practically murder that week. But first, let's. what's your thoughts on the gruesome injury? TV didn't show it. You know, the media didn't really get into this story. Uh, but if, you, if he's anywhere on the Internet, you saw the other side of that view that was gruesome with the Nick Chubb injury. You were texting me Monday night after the show, and I saw it myself. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, man, um, this is something that's not new to Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, twice over, he's been uh, once in college at UT. And, yes, uh, again, or in Georgia. Or, yep. And then also uh, it, earlier in his NFL career, like, you know, he had an injury uh, on his knee. Um, man, you know, there's only so many 
times it can come back from something. And he, he did what he had to do. And I mean, if it was me and, or if, if I was his agent or his family, I'd be like, let's sit. Um, you know, you want to leave the game sometimes in a, in a high, you know, on the high, but sometimes things like this happen. And this is something that I'm sure he could come back to from, but not to play, man, not again. Um, and it's so much controversy whether the, the turf is something that helps them or not, um, you know, regardless of all that jazz. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a strong person no matter what. And anybody thinks if he was to give up in the game today, it'd be something better for his benefit, um, you know, and for the betterment of his health too. Like you don't – you see guys like John Elway, Dan Marino struggle to walk, um, and they and they were quarterbacks, right? Yes. <laughs> so imagine that. Like these are uh, these running backs are guys that are um, that run into in, into the fray, right? They're not running away from the fray. So um, not to say that John Elway and Dan Marino never ran through it. I'm just saying that's not that wasn't their position, right? So um, and right. like I well, don't know. We, if we remember the famous John Elway helicopter play in the Super Bowl, trying right. to get his first ring. I was a I was a Denver fan that night. I wanted. Uh, Marino, who'd went to three Super Bowls in the 80s and got his teeth kicked in with Dan Reeves and that team there. Uh, but in 98 with Terrell Davis and, and plus 97, 98, and then uh, 98, 99, excuse me. Uh, he he, it, it, uh, he has Terrell Davis, Mike Shanahan, good running game. Uh, it's under a salary cap and gets those two rings. But yeah, he got hit sideways and still scored on the against the Packers. Even, in that even, even the Oilers, great running back. Uh, you've heard stories of him and how yeah. days he can't even get out of bed. Um, now, who is this you're talking about? Um, why did I, I just said in Terrell Tor- Davis? No, no, the Oilers running back. Oh, oh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Earl. Uh, what you would call it there? Yeah, Earl, Earl Campbell. Campbell. Earl Campbell. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and he wasn't even he wasn't even 55, and he was talking about he couldn't get out of bed like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and for us, that's like that's coming up, right? <laughs> Think about that, man. You yeah. Know? So to the audience, a little inside information. I'm young in spirit. Okay, right. I read stories. Uh, see, I'm gonna make it late in life because I come from the gutter. I come from the, the other side of the tracks. I haven't learned everything in my life the hard way. So for me to be successful, like I want to be successful, I'm gonna be probably like Rodney Dangerfield. I get no respect. Dangerfield <laughs> didn't make it to his fifties, Carlos. I'm going to be like your man, uh, Pacino. Uh, He's got this 29-year-old girlfriend at 83 years old. So Carlos is up there telling this waitress who's being flirty with us, we're old enough to be your dad, and she turns out to be like 29 years old. And I said, I couldn't have no kids at 14. You're old enough to be her dad, Carlos. I'm not old enough to be her dad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she was totally professional after that. I went home irritated with Carlos, but it was a great meal, though, up yeah. there. And, uh, God, I can't remember where we ate at now. Outback. What was the name of it? Oh, Outback. Yeah, it was Outback up there. In Car- no Car- rules, Car- man. No rules. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's pretty good. So, B.O.B., baby on board. By the way, if anybody still hasn't seen the second Top Gun, I thought it was going to be overrated. Very funny. The, the, uh, Top Gun Mavericks, good thing. Okay, not to get too far ahead of myself. Going back to what you said about college, Nick Chubb was a mother bleeper in college, folks. He is one tough son of a gun, okay? he Like you just said, Nick Chubb got hurt in college, folks. But I'm looking at the 2018 draft, okay? Nick Chubb fell to the second round, not because he was the best player. Guys like Rashawn Penny was uh, drafted ahead of him. His uh, Carlos, you may remember this. His uh, teammate, Sony Michelle, already out of the league, by the way, just retired, fellow running back at University of Georgia, uh, went 31st to the New England Patriots. He goes to the second round to the Cleveland Browns, this guy is relentless. He is one relentless dude. To say that he's done with modern technology, I don't know if he is or not, but I'm like you. If you've seen the injury, it's a gruesome injury. This is not an ACL. 
this is a, you know, I had, um, oh, got Jeremy Ballrich on, and he said something about ligaments and, and, and something about blood vessels and stuff like that. There could be, a, a, there was talk of amputation. Those talks have calmed down. I think he's going to be okay as far as getting his freaking leg amputated. That sounds like Alex Smith stuff. Remember Alex Smith, there was talks of him having his leg amputated. Smith wanted to come back just to prove he can come back, and then he retired. Well, well um, I mean, with Smith yeah. in the injury, I'm not going to say he was lucky, but in the end, he had a different injury where he got the staph infection. That that was the, yeah! the most dangerous part about, about his leg injury. Listen, I mean, these are guys, they're heroes to us because they play on the gridiron, but they're still human. Um, and, and we gotta, you know, if, if he walks away from the game, cause he can, he should do it, you know, because yeah. he don't have to prove nothing to anybody, man. He's, you know, he was Mr. Consistent for the last five seasons. Um, he's probably one of the best running backs that we will ever see in our, in, in our lifetime, as far as, you know, he bang- might be top 10, the top yeah. 20 all time. Now he's only played time, in the league five in, years. In our, at least in our, in our generation. In, right? in his era. In his era, yeah, yeah, he's probably number two right now. Before this injury, uh, let me say something else about that. I, I was reading this week, and Mike Florio, me and him, I, he's watched Sports Scope before. He would never say it, but I, on the Periscope app, I used to know who watched my show. Okay, uh, he's the creator of Pro Football Talk NBC. And he had an interesting article this week, and, and a lot of your old school guys, your Jason Whitlocks, ain't going to like this. But he's saying since the uh, quarterbacks don't have uh, uh, hitting below, it's illegal to hit a quarterback at the knees, should it be uh, waistline tackling only for running backs? You have to teach that stuff at a young age. I know yeah. it would be hard to take down a Derrick Henry and, at, and, at that stage. What do you think about look- that? Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick went in for the tackle, but he got hit in the helmet too. Like he was sort of hurt, so it wasn't something that was like. Um, yes, he hit it, hurt his chest. Yeah, Mika. Yeah, so I, it wasn't something that he was planning. To, you know, the hit to to you know take him out. It was just it was just the way that it ended up happening, right? Because you have to understand a, a runner like Chubb, man. He's not he's not going to not try to turn and not trying to you know break off on a dime either. So which is that was his calling card, right? He he was able to stay up. Take one hit or two and keep going. Um, and for and for his height and for his weight, you know he's pretty dang consistent, man. And uh, it's just a shame that they they couldn't build a a, a game or, or like you know arsenal around him to, you know to to get some points in the air because, um, I mean he did his job, man, and he did it he did it well. And unfortunately, a running backs don't care, don't not getting paid in today's day the the way they should. And if anybody should have got any kind of money besides. Saquon, which I'm not saying that he's not worth it or has value, it should have been Nick Chubb, someone like Nick yeah. Chubb. Yeah, and he he was in the middle of, of his second contract now. Mm-hmm. I said this earlier this week, and I brought this up to Jeremy Balrick, uh the other day. I didn't mean I didn't talk about it with Keith, and we, we got so much into the college game. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, oh god, what's the guy's name? The owner there, uh, Haslam, Mister Haslam, Haslam, that owns the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Chubb has got a year left on his contract. Just pay all his guarantees and his non-guarantees. I mean, something like this it happened on Monday Night Football. Uh, it'll look good public relation-wise for, and it'll look good. It'll send a good message to the team. Uh, it's good for free agency. It, yeah. it, it's not that much money to a billionaire. It's not going to kill the team's financial cap there. Just pay his non-guarantees. That, and, and his guarantees uh, for this year and next year and, and help him out with the next opportunity. If if he wants, you know, something to do with maybe Georgia or maybe the Cleveland Browns, the guy's that kind of worker. I didn't watch the Browns for years, but when they got Chubb, even when Mayfield was inconsistent, a lot of fantasy players watch that team, you know, that helps their brand. So uh, th- there's a lot of ways to look at this. I mean, that was it was that kind of gruesome injury. Uh, what are your thoughts on other uh, other possible situation? A lowering, uh, outlawing knee hits, low hits to, to players' knees. For, to, to first comment on what you said, like I'm not sure, and a lot of us don't know his contractual agreement. 
yeah. and what the underwriting is. So he might still get guarantees because of the injury. Yeah. Um, and if anything, yeah, if I'm Haslam, I supplement that just out of the gracious of, of for who and what Nick Chubb has done for the Browns. Yeah. I mean, um, and because the situation is so delicate with the NFLPA and how they handled guys who've been injured in the past. Yeah. Um, that's also kind of like a slippery slope. So, you know, you, you do good by the people who did good for you. And so if, if Haslam doesn't do that, that's, that's on him. I mean, cause, cause Chubb has done his thing as far as outline the, the outlawing of low hits. I mean, uh, to what point can the NFL protect players? And there's a lot of things that they can do besides just then you would have to outlaw hurdling right and hurdling's dangerous anyways right and and the other day we saw a a wide receiver just jump up straight in the air right after he caught it so he so he didn't get hit and oh your purse would kill me and you for even bringing this up mac would hate this (laughs) you know like i'm not the game still has to have some kind of like um it still has to be some kind of – I don't want to say it's a tradition, but it still has to have some kind of realism Physicality. In it, you know, and physicality, yeah. So, yeah. Um, look, man, a lot of people don't make it to NFL or don't want to play in the NFL for these type of reasons. So, yeah. you know, it's a choice that these guys make. Um, a lot of it's written in, in contractual for them. Anyways, there's some underwriting that protects them a little bit. Guys take out insurance on, on, on you know, on their knees and, and you know uh, – on, on their contract. So, I mean, to each his own at the end, make the, make the guy who's on the field, make the decisions. And that's, you know, that that's about the best I can say for that. Let me ask you this. And, and, and the reason why I say this, I mean, we go through emotions and stuff. I'm a human being. I mean, it was a rough watching DeMar Hamlin go through that last year. Um, I don't, you know, I know a lot of moms watch this stuff and, I thought to myself, watching that injury, man, I just thought about, man, it's 2023. And we're we're are still playing this barbaric uh, uh, gladiator sport here where people are getting permanently injured all the time. Natural aches. I mean, what the heck are we doing? Why do we even play this sport? And then, of course, I woke up the next day, had more perspective. Like I said, more people to come from the the side of tracks that I come from want that money to start their business, don't want to work for anybody, and and willing to take a chance like that. But then you kind of think about you think about people kind of had that nauseous feeling Monday night. The ones that saw that on the internet and thinking. You know, why are we playing this barbaric game this day and age? This is crazy. This is 2023. Do you think that that kind of vibe was in the air Monday? Um, well, there's always those people who are on the who are fringe fans, right? Okay. Fans because it's a home team, uh, not because they they you know there's fans that are like you know people who who follow players, and there's fans of people who like football, right? So. You know, those all those different types of mentalities are going to have their own opinion about what's going on. Um, yeah. The reality, of the, the truth, and, and the reality of, of sport of any kind right now in the, ma- in the major league level, so you can get hurt in practice, right? Then this yeah. guy, then Diggs just t- tear his ACL. Yeah, towards ACL, and that was a yeah. non-contract so, in- injury. Yeah. And um, you know, like uh, Edwin Diaz of the New York Mets was hopping up and down and messed up his knee. Oh, and, I, and, and well, and everybody suspect that he his he was already fragile a little bit, which didn't help. So, you know, there's speculation about that. But, you know, we live in a world where and, and we live in a country where we could choose to, to try to live out a dream and we could try to get to the to that level of the NFL. Yeah. There's a lot of players, man. A lot of players in college will never sniff an NFL team or team or practice squad or even opportunity. Yeah. So, um. And there's a lot of people that unfortunately can replace anybody that's starting right now in NFL. Will they yeah. do the best and greatest job? That's that's neither here nor there. That that will you know we'll see if it happens and when it happens. But it's you know it's it's a choice, man. And people have a right to make a choice if they if that's the kind of you know, <laughs> all right to choose. Huh? You know, and, yeah, and, and the media the media's messed up about it, right? Because the, the NFL versus uh, Wade. Pro v. 
<laughs> I'm, not I'm sure just messing with you, man. Of course. With with as much relationship, I got jokes. <laughs> with the much relationship you have with Mike Flario and all those guys at, at the top, and, and you're trying to get there. You know, we're, we're not trying to stir up co- controversy. We we just talk about what's real, and and at the well, end of the day, I think, I think there's so many you, things in life. You can get hurt in a bike accident riding your bike. You can get hurt. You can get hurt in baseball. Those those things are 90 miles and 110 miles an hour. What, I, what I'm saying is the probability of getting hurt might be higher because you're playing this type of sport. Yeah. But the reality is you can get hurt doing anything else. Um, and you know. It's you not, know the old adage, though. It's the it's the combination of uh, that many car crashes every time the ball snapped, particularly for offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Yeah, and then, but what do you say about the guys who who had long, lengthy careers and and yeah, they had bruises and maybe like Jim is okay, you know, and and they're you know they're all right, but yeah. it doesn't. Everybody has to do what they have to do to preserve their health, their mind, and their and and their body when you play any type of sport. And if yeah. you play in a sport with that's as physical as football, soccer, whatever, rugby, whatever, uh, Australian football, whatever it is that you choose to do with your body, and you don't take care of yourself because you're putting your, your body through the, the biggest challenge, you know, to get to, to be at the highest level. Yeah, that's true. And you're right. That's, rugby, that's choice, rugby don't man. even have pads, man. You just pop each other. That's like pickup smear, you know, back in my neighborhood. And that's, and that's a choice, right? So, yeah. you know, so, you know, and – Again, not everybody gets to this level. Not everybody gets to that level, you know. Yeah. So, and, and you know the people that that are that red dirt poor grew up, and they don't want to be a doctor, lawyer, or like like uh, Ted Turner would say, an Indian chief or anything like that. They want to try to play. They want to take their chance and make that top that one percent in, in football and own their own business. Uh, coming from that blue class, working class upbringing, after I slept on it. I let my emotions set aside and say, it is what it is. You know, yeah, I know it's barbaric at times. And we're mean about it too, right? We're so mean about it. Like, oh, why does he supposed, why is he getting 10 mil a year? All yeah. he does is play a kid's game. Yeah, my man, but you didn't get, you know, you're not playing that kid's game. And if you can't step up to the challenge. You're you sore all the time. And you're right. Rick, Ricky Waters says he, he regrets sometimes playing football yeah. because of his uh, the former running back for the 49ers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have guys like, uh, um, what, what, what is this guy? Um, Barry Sanders, Tiki yeah. Barber, um, the, or what you would call it from the lions, um, the wide receiver, uh, Herman and, Moore. Mo- no, the, the, the other guy, the Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson. Um, yeah. you got a lot of guys who retired early and, and, and just was like, you know, Risk reward. Yeah, Patrick man. Willis, linebacker, tired early from yep. uh, from the 49ers, you know. There's a lot of there's some guys out there that just, you know, will... I think that would be a good idea. A lot of people don't agree with me. I think that tackle football shouldn't be allowed until high school uh age at 14, 15, whatever. And and typically you you would you would encourage guys, non-quarterbacks, to retire at around 30. That's ideal right. if you make it to the NFL. Uh, this peewee stuff, I don't know about all that, man. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm more of a proponent of – I'm a type of guy that – and my dad was like this. He's like, if you're going to play one sport, you better learn how to play a lot of sports. You you got to learn from all of them and take a little bit of everything. And That's and, true. You know, and, and learn how to protect yourself, learn how to fall, learn how to jump. So, you know, I played basketball. I played football. I played baseball. I, I, you know, I, I played soccer. I'm not, I played – you know, I ran cross country. You're like, um, you know, I took dance lessons or just to, you know – Try to get my yeah. feet, in, you know, to be able to move my feet. He was stuff. inspired by that guy in American Pie, taking <laughs> and dance and sing. No, no I'm I, I was, <laughs> you know, like you know, so you know, that was my dad. My I, now he wasn't like an athlete, super, but he just you know put in my even my grandfather was like, yo, you know, you can't just play one sport. You should play all of them just to learn and and see, and you know, all playing all those sports helped me like kind of even be better at my at the positions yeah. that I play when I played, you know. Well, that's been the old adage that you know? that's that's a reason why another reason why a lot of injuries are occurring because there's too much concentration for the youth in one sport. Right. When we were growing up, you played baseball, then football, basketball, you had and, and you got different uh you're working different muscles and you're not wearing, you know, one muscle out or whatever and I think there's got to be some truth to that. Yeah, and I, I feel like uh like my like when we play different sports and, you know, even if it's not on a high level, but you try it, 
Um, if I didn't play basketball, when I played soccer and I went up for those headers, I had better positioning for my body um, to go to get headers. Um, I protected myself better because I, I didn't jump straight up. When you're not used to jumping up and over, like in yeah. basketball, like trying to make layups, and in soccer, you kind of, you should do that same move. But a lot of kids just jump straight up. And when you jump straight up and somebody runs into you, guess what? You go, you're going to get knocked, knocked back down. I usually would like, you know, be a little bit more stronger jumping in because I knew how to jump and I would use like a layup type of jump to go to headers, you know? So I had a, I had a different form of, of going there and, and it yeah. does, it makes you. Who was you trying to emulate? Pele? <laughs> I'm just trying, look, I just try and get everybody, you know, when you play like in midfield and forward, you just want to score, bro. You just want to. <laughs> Let's move team. on, man. I spent too much time on that. Okay. Okay. How about Tennessee and the LA Chargers there? What a win there. I thought, man, you know what? Towards the end there, I thought, man, maybe the Chargers are going to beat up on Tennessee. And Chargers can't finish games. We both picked the Charger or Tennessee to win that game because of Brandon Staley. What's your thoughts on that game? What I say to you, Tennessee fans don't understand what you got there as a consistent team, a good coach. Uh, the only the only bad run you got there is Tannehill. But if he has a good game mentally, you guys will be all right. And you know, like, um, and and all really Tannehill has to do is give the ball to the best running back in the NFL. Yeah, and I don't understand. Still, I don't. I can't fathom the idea why that's not happening. Uh, my, well, they do get him the ball in the flat more. Yeah, you know, but you know, like you want and they're to- gonna have to Sunday, by the way, because they- Sonorski's got some kind of appendage problem. He's out again. Right. Man, look, it don't matter what problems these guys have, give the ball to Henry. Tannehill runs straight instead of sideways. <laughs> and and you'll get those little like I try to tell people, just get those small little yards. You know, keep keep yourself in the game, let your defense rest, because your defense is the one that needs more time more rest so they can do what they're supposed to do. If, yeah. these, if these guys keep being on the field, they're not going to have any speed to bull rush. They're What's your any... thoughts on the other hand? Another blown game by uh, Brandon Staley, man. It's not blown, man. They, I told you when the season started, they got nothing but a bunch of names on the roster. Their whole wide receiving crew is is have peaked or about to peak, right? They got guys there that, that can't stay on, on, the, on the field. So if they don't, they don't practice so they can go – play on the field yeah it's not good it's not as many as the names might sound good on paper let me tell you something and i'm gonna sound funny but keith is right keith angle's right from tgi sports he's like if these guys don't practice they're not gonna be good in the game and these guys who are older who've who coming back from injuries or or got leg problems and you know calf problems and muscle problems and they're not going to practice but they play the games they're not gonna help you and and because it's a time, it's about timing. And you got one of the best youngest arms in the NFL, and you can't get on the same page with him because you're not on the field with him when it's time to practice. Yeah, they, and Chad says his bad for calling you Mike last week. Yeah, Chad, you know some my my elbows still bother me for some kid putting his helmet on my left elbow. Some fullback wouldn't keep his head up, and it still bothers me to this day. So you're right about that, guys. Uh, it, as far as this Charger team. And Eckler didn't play. Mind you, Eckler didn't play, right? Eckler's out again this week now. And I told you that. And I I said specifically, if that man is not on the field, the Chargers roster looks even worse because he's that one guy. He's he's the one guy that kind of gets everybody on on energized, uh, trying to score points, right? So, you know. Well, they got to the playoffs last year. Yeah, so did the Bills. And Tennessee did not get to the playoffs. And Tennessee was, by the way, nobody mentioned this, and I didn't even catch it. Tennessee snapped an eight-game losing streak. Do you think they're going to put together a winning streak now? Look, what I think about Tennessee is going that, back to last year. Yeah, yeah, is is that the games that they lost, the eight games that they lost, were eight games that they gave up on in the last five minutes, 10 minutes of games, which is why people didn't realize they were in an eight-game losing streak anyways. They gave more games away than they won because they they couldn't finish. They had control of both of them Jacksonville games and just foolish turnovers and at I, the end cost them those games. And that Charger game, they had a shot to win that game. Remember, Tannehill got hurt in that game. Uh, and let me, let me see. I sound like Keith. Chad says he hopes Tannehill can run 
can run or, or get rid of the ball this weekend. Well, he's not going to have Sonorski, and this is a very good defensive line. Hey, they're going against this weekend. Uh, look, I, I sound like Keith when he talks about the Giants to me, and I'm just like, <laughs> the Giants are terrible. But um, you know, is he a big Giants fan? No, <laughs> but he's like, why don't you like? Why don't you you know st- sticking up for your team? And I'm like, I don't have to stick up for somebody I don't believe in. I don't believe in them now. It's not that I don't it's like them. balls and strikes. You know, you like know? yeah, like I can't, I can't be that guy. You you with me when I'm down and you with me when I'm up. I'm I'm with you all the You're time. You're not Jamie Pags. <laughs> no, Jamie. You know what? Really to Jamie guy. though, because Eagles been good for the last two seasons. So, you know, let's go birds. Yeah, I gotta bring Jamie back on. Okay, that's a good transition. Um, we'll 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 go back to recap here in just a second. But since we're talking about the Titans, let's call let's knock out a couple birds in one stone. Uh, they're three and a half point underdogs going to Cleveland. Now, Cleveland, we just talked about Cleveland. Rough Monday night game. That's- Pittsburgh put a knot on their head, but I felt like, and, and Deshaun Watson, he's making me look bad, man. He's no, not no, no, playing no. up to his contract. <laughs> I, I think he bounces back, though. Yeah. Rome Ford's not a bad fill in there. Uh, they do have some injury on their secondary. Newsom uh, is going to be out. But I, I tell you what, folks. I'm not a Kool-Aid drinker. I actually like Cleveland, who's favored three and a half points to win this week. What is your thoughts about Tennessee at Cleveland on Sunday? Big game. I think it's a trap game for Tennessee. Okay. And, um, but. How could it be a trap game? They're underdogs. (laughs) Because. That's usually a game before you play a big game. Because here's the thing. Um, Like you said. Watson didn't perform well, so yeah. usually if he comes back, you know, usually when someone like Watson comes back, he has a big game the next day. Um, here's here's the thing: if they can score 17 points or more, if the Tennessee defense gives up those points, they're going Cleveland win that game. But they have to score more than 17 points. I'm talking about touchdowns, and yeah. I'm not talking about no field goals. I'm talking about like, like you know, like you know, they got to score about. What twenty one points? I think it feels like a like a twenty four twenty Browns game. Well, and three points are, are crucial. It's um, yeah, the kicking game is going to be crucial on this one, right? Now you got me thinking about the over and under now, Chief. I, I just think it's too close. No, you're probably right. It, that that's about right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking if they if they get if they get on the board and I don't know, man. You guys in Tennessee don't don't. I'm not sure if y'all like your defense or not, but that defense is yeah, it, they're very good up front. It's steady Eddie, man. And it, plus you have and, a guy, they have one right tackle that's out that used to be played for Tennessee, Cochlin. Remember Cochlin? Yeah. Who who on the Browns offense scares you if there's no Chubb? Well, I mean, you got Amari Cooper, you got uh Amari Ron Cooper Cotton. scares you? Amari Cooper was on the Titans and you guys wanted to burn his helmet. He was not on the Titans. He played for um, um, Dallas. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, man, you're thinking about Corey Davis. No, I'm th- I'm thinking about the other guy. What's his name? The other Kevin Dyson. Name. Huh? No, Alabama. <laughs> I'm not thinking about Cooper. Oh, AJ Brown. No, the other the Alabama guy who's who played for Falcons. My bad. Oh, Calvin Ridley. Believe no, it or not, the other one. Ah, you, you're killing me, Smalls. I can't remember his name. I just Now Chad's going to give you a uh, hassle for for name recognition. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've had a long, I've had a long week, man. So. Yeah. Well, oh, there's a lot of marijuana being smoked in New York City, and you may have got a contact just, just, I'm going to tell you something about that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about that. I, uh, for the first time, I took my son, real quick, I took my son. Oh, no, yeah, go ahead. To, uh, a wrestling match at Arthur, Arthur Ashe Stadium, AEW. Nice. And it was it was nice. It was a good little thing, for, you know. First time he's ever seen wrestling. Um, so uh, <laughs> they were. And it strikes me as funny. Make you're making me think about. Uh, you're making me think. Is Julio. it Julio Jones? Yeah. Julio. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. Like so. Um, like it was. They were smoking free there. So. No, was this I, WWE? No, A- AEW. Oh, I've never even heard of that one. AEW. Yeah. All the wrestling fans, they know what I'm talking about. Um, well, it's a guy I go to church with, dude's 50 years old and watches wrestling. I told him, I said, listen, you're single. Don't be telling women that, man. They'll think <laughs> something wrong with you. 
But um, well, hey, listen, guys. I stopped watching. I was about nine. And you guys know who you but are. But I know who the Rock is. Yeah, yeah. You guys know who you are. Don't if you guys are single at an older age. Don't be telling girls about. Don't be talking to women about wrestling. Not unless you're a wrestler yourself. The card games you play. You know, don't don't. They don't want to hear that. Yeah, at Donnie Corey. <laughs> Donnie Corey knows Donnie. We, we've had conversations. Um. Oh, God, I totally lost track of thought. Okay. Anyways, I'm picking Cleveland to, to beat Tennessee. Guys, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't drink the Kool-Aid. I'm just calling balls and strikes. Mm-hmm. If Cleveland, if Tennessee wins, that's great. I'll have a great week at work. Right. But I'm calling for the Browns probably 24-20. I just – right now I have a – I'm skeptical about the Browns offense Um because there's no consistency in running Chubb. So – and you can put someone fast like well, Ward. That Ford guy's good too, though. Uh, he's all right, man. I just think you all I don't understand, and I'm I'm not gonna call you out, bro, but go ahead. I, I'm these Tennessee fans, man. You guys have a, a good defense. You have a good defense. So um your defense you can it, make a case for Tennessee winning this game. I think they will. And yeah. I, I think if look, then this is what will happen. And I think that it, it would happen. I think that Watson's gonna throw an interception, a pick six, right? Right. And I and I think Tennessee will grind it out. Try, you know, and and, I, and it'll probably be a, a close game, right? 24-21, yeah. but I think it's it, it might be Tennessee. And, but you're afraid to actually pick up. I mean, you're up 2-0, by the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick Tennessee on this one. I'll pick them. So you're picking Tennessee, so yeah, you I may be up. I like Watson coming back and having a good game, and if you guys are fantasy owners, you could you could check Mark Watson as getting you more than twelve points. So so you. And I don't uh, think it'd be every enough. Every dog has its day. Yeah, huh, yeah I don't Frank? think it'd be enough because he's going to be running more than throwing the ball because they don't have Chubb, right? So they're going to yeah. eat up all that time and possession just by him running in circles. So they're going to run more in circles than they are going to score points. And the Tennessee smart. They 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 just go ahead and 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 play that defense that they usually play, right? Allow him to run in circles. And yeah. if if he gonna throw the ball because he throw he know you know he doesn't throw the ball away he throws it in the field, you get a pick six or you get a fumble you the, the times of being the game. Yes, and, and, and here here let's play a little let's play a little devil's advocate. Say Tennessee wins this game, okay, uh-huh. and they put down this high dollar Cleveland Brown team, put them at at at, at one and two, um, then the clock starts to tick on Cleveland Sports Talk Radio on Kevin Stefanski, who I think is way too passive going back to the Baker Mayfield days. He should have benched Baker Mayfield when he no. tore his labrum and put in uh, that backup quarterback. This is before Watson trade was made for. I know he won coach of the year the year before that. The, this guy's very passive. He's got to step up and t- tell Watson, listen, man, you're not living up to that contract. We need you to make more throws here. You've had a whole off season with us, man. You're killing me, Smalls. That's what he's got to do. Watson's yeah. aware of that. But and Stefanski, he, he does not say anything with the NFL. Watson had two face mask penalties that were not called on him by the Steelers. Right. He should have stepped up. This guy comes off as Mr. Too Passive to me. What, what's yeah. your thoughts on Stefanski? So Stefanski's been on, on, on under fire and under the, the thumb too much because of contracts. Those yeah, high contract true. players messed him up. You can't bench Baker Mayfield, not because he's not playing well, but because he's a high contract player. Yeah, that's he, ridiculous. And that's a part of a contract. So, you know, he he had to play him. He had to make sure he, he wanted to see and hope that his player matured. And it was it, it was just an awful situation. Plus, if it's if it's true, and if it was a shoulder injury and he and he didn't get it fixed when he had the opportunity the first time, uh a two and a, a half a season and a half ago, almost two seasons ago, and now and he did now he did get it fixed, and now he's playing better in in Tampa. Mm, is that Stefanski's fault? Yeah, um, you know. Yeah. So um, now the Browns did what they supposed to do. They built the defense up. They just lost a major player in Chubb. Um, yeah, not I for think nothing. Chubb will be okay. I'm actually more concerned about Conklin than I am because this guy James Hudson might not play, and Greg Newsom, the cornerback. So Tennessee will have some throwing lanes to throw the ball in. It looks like Hopkins is going to play, and of course Burks had a big he had a big play last week. Trayvon Burks. So your your killers are going to be on on the opposite end. It's going yes. to be who, uh, um, Armani Cooper and and who else? 
Peoples Jones, David Njoku. He's okay, got so, some ballers now. Yeah, so that's Njoku, why they, they should have beat Pittsburgh, man. Yeah, Njoku hasn't had a good game since last season. He's due. He's due. But you think Tennessee's going to allow Njoku to come Plus, in? Uh, looks like Christian Fulton will be back for the Titans too. He's not on the injury report. Tennessee, you know, I could talk myself into picking Tennessee, but I'm not going to do that. That that's drinking that Kool Aid that I'm you're not, trying no, to no, serve no. me. You're trying to give me this Kool Aid, man. I can't no, do it. I'm just saying, like, I got to cut down on my sugar, man. I got to drink water. I can't drink Kool Aid. The man. Browns came out roaring and scoring, and now they just kind of they're pittering, pattering already, like like they ran out of gas. And it's only been two games. If it's Tennessee only- beats Cleveland, man, I'm going to go in on Cleveland on Monday. And I, and, but I told you that Steelers. Tomlin and Steelers, you can't really bet against them because they the league the league looks the other way sometimes on those Steelers home games. I mean, I I, I, I never want to be that guy. You know what? But I mean? How do you let two face masks with? You know this league protects the quarterbacks more than anything, man. No, I, I think that the league was more worried about fans fighting in the stands at this game than they were about what was going on in the field. <laughs> it really that that game was intense, man. It was it was crazy. It was a crazy. It game. was really crazy. And look, I like Tomlin's a good guy, um, and I don't I don't really yeah, think you that, people were saying. Did you say? Did you think that hit was bush league on Chubb? By the way, by Mika Fitzpatrick. No, I just think he was trying to trying to tackle him, but it was he's trying to take his legs out because yeah. Chubb was. Man, listen, if it's not try, a good is it? There's a routine tackle to me, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, I see it, players do that all the time, throw their back and kind of trip the guy up. Yeah, know? yeah. So, and another thing too is like, what do you what do you do in that position, man? Like, yeah, you know, look at the, look when Henry throws people forward, they don't. That's true. Them, you know, so. Yeah, that, that's routine, too. So, we're, we're simultaneously going from uh, last week to this week. Okay, so last week, you were right. Uh, Cincinnati beat by Baltimore. That You put 2-0. Uh, I know you think Lamar Jackson's the greatest thing since sliced bread. No, I think uh, he's the greatest thing since whole wheat bread. Let me whole tell you wheat bread, excuse me, I forgot. Whole wheat. I told you that. White bread. That's, I keep telling you guys the, that, that signing of Joe Burrow is going to be the death of the roar for Cincinnati. Cincinnati I'm, wasn't alive from the get-go. <laughs> They're going to try to claw out some wins, but it's – yeah. I told you guys, man, that Burrow contract is going to hurt them. See, Chad says he ain't betting on it. So, Burrow, this is my thing. Don't you think that – You call uh, him Joe Montana. He's ceiling <laughs> is still Montana. It's still Tom Brady. He's got a calf injury, and he's so good that this uh, Zach Taylor, this coach, is so insecure, he doesn't want to bench him because he don't want to look like a bad coach with his backup in there. Knowing that defense is is way better prior to it, he should he should have benched Burrow a couple of weeks in. Did you listen to my show when I played you know, no, Rich I mean, Eisen interview the other day with with Taylor? Robert, I, I think you got Home Alone syndrome, man. Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like, get me started on Home Alone. That's one like, of my favorites. He's gonna beat up them robbers. He gonna get them. Joe Burrow gonna get them. That's funny. I love <laughs> no, I love Home Alone. No, I, I heard I heard your your. I heard you just uh, speak on that. Yeah, he, he, I, I, I think they'll probably beat the Rams. I don't think Burrow's going to play this week. Burrow's on the verge of tearing his Achilles, man. You can't mess around with a. So why do you sign like him? So why, why sign him? Because he's the most winningest quarterback in the history of the franchise. He's only been there three years. He's won more playoff games than Boomer Sison. So. I don't know, man. He take he take. Listen, man. You drink you drinking a Kool Aid, a Tiger Juice. Oh man, I got all that Cincinnati Kool Aid, man. Oof. Man, I got that Tiger Fuel, man. I've been uh, like I, your boy uh, Charlie Sheen, Charlie man. Sheen. I got that Tiger Blood in tiger me. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> you got that Tiger. No, blood, I, man. I'm telling you, man. You should call him. <laughs> <laughs> call Charlie up. That, that I don't know how that came out like that. Yeah, I let, really... let me say, look, I. I know some, I, I know some people for Charlie Sheen's camp, man. If you want, to call you them really? Up, you want you want some Tiger Blood? Hey, man. Hey, if it's got if it's got vitamin C in it, 
You I, I, I may try. I may. I may try that. Uh, I'm getting older. I'm, I may try that. Uh, you got vitamin C, vitamin cocaine. <laughs> that that testosterone stuff. So, anyways, my thing is that Burrow, he's won more playoff games than anybody in the history of the organization. We talked about his LSU record. We've talked about his record with Cincinnati. The okay. problem is they're too dependent on him now. Well, now the whole organization's insecure about this guy. Well, they just paid him. They got too money. many freaking receivers for him. Zach Taylor don't want to bench him when he's on the verge of tearing his Achilles. Are you kidding me, Smalls? Oh my gosh, I don't. I mean, you know, this kind of feels like when they uh, when they signed this guy to uh, to the Raiders contract. Um, Jay Hostetler. No, the who was this? Uh, uh, not the, the the Texans contract. David Carr. This oh, is, yeah. This is what it feels like. This is like a David Carr situation. Yeah, or Derek Carr, right? Uh, Der- his brother, the oldest Carr, the one who, who was the backer for the Giants. That he used to play with Houston. He was yeah. drafted by – okay, that is David Carr. Yeah, you're yeah, correct. This this feels like one of those situations. <laughs> the, he just – Well, that, that is true. Listen, Burrow's all that in a couple suits. No. 31 teams giving that other, excuse me, 30, uh, not Patrick Mahomes. 30 other teams give this guy that kind of money. The Giants will do it because this is like to throw money away. Well, the Giants, I mean, they're, you know, they're one and two. That, that's a whole different thing. And the, Jets, do, right and the Jets will do it because he's so close to getting an injury. So, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you got the win there. I do like that throw that, 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 that uh, Lamar made to uh, uh, Necklace. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, he mm-hmm. had a good game. Kudos to Lamar Jackson. Uh, they they caught some breaks. They 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 played a Burrow led team with the bad calf. They beat Houston, who's going to be in the lottery next year if there was a lottery. And now they got to play the Colts, who are, will probably be in the lottery too because uh, they're starting quarterbacks out, and they got them at home. But I'd rather be lucky and good any day. Um, is anybody kudos watching? to the Ravens? Is anybody watching that game? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> so like, let's move. On. Let's move along here. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Miami and New England? Uh, my uh, two is five and zero oh against Belichick, by the way. And why is why are the Pats favored in this game? Can somebody tell me? Uh, I'll talk about no last week Miami and New England. Oh, I was gonna say. No, we're talking about this week for the Pats. No, the two Miami. I told you that two that Miami was yeah. gonna. Yeah, we both we both picked yeah. Miami, and uh, we we I didn't mention the Jets before. I didn't mention that. I mean, yeah, this doesn't count against you. Do you think? Do you think that they snapped their losing streak against the Jets, or the Jets snapped their losing streak against New England? Excuse me. No, not at all. Not a chance. I think this game will be boring, though. <laughs> yeah, two and a half points. It'll probably be the under. It's like seventeen to fourteen. I, I, it's supposed to be sloppy too, right? So. I yeah. guess it's, it's going to be one of those Belichick games that are sloppy that they'll run the ball, you know, with with their linemen and and have like you know, just keep running it until the clock runs out. It's going to be junk. Right. Okay. Uh, Tennessee, Florida, man. What's your perspective? What the heck happened, man? Um, I think what happened was that Tennessee was up on themselves and didn't realize they had to play a game. Right. Um, yeah. They they won on paper before the game even started, and um, that's not how you play football. And it's not Remember they got up seven to six, and it's like they they stopped playing after that. Yeah, and I don't think it's a coaching thing, man. It's just like those kids down there, man. Um, it happens, right? I think this is a consistent thing that happens in Tennessee with Tennessee players. They come off a big win, and then they just kind of, you know, party it up, or even if they don't party, like you know, they they're feeling good about themselves, and then they hit a wall and it's usually a team like LSU or Florida yeah. or like, you know, or Alabama. And you're like, man, you could have beat them. Like, but you just didn't, you know? So um, it's just something that happens at Rocky top, man. The air up there is thinner than we think. How about that? <laughs> yeah. You know, something I was, th- I thought about this game all week, man. Why? People work and I, you got to have perspective here and not ta- take the orange and white glasses off. I have to do that myself sometimes and realize, remember last year, Tennessee won 11 games, great team, Hendon Hooker, up for the Heisman, number one offense in the country, and how close was that Florida game at the very end? It come down to the last throw. Remember, they almost came back and won. 
they own Tennessee. They haven't won down there in 20 years. And Tennessee went down there, like you said, filling himself uh, in Florida, low confidence early in this game, making penalties, uh, penalties in the red zone, missing extra point. And surely as the game went on, they gained confidence. Tennessee's stumbling bum. And that Joe Milton, no wonder Hendon Hooker beat him. No wonder he transferred from Michigan. The guy cannot play quarterback. He's not. A, he's a great athlete. He's not really a great athlete. He's really just got a great arm. He's not that fast. Those Florida guys are running him down. Why is he throwing the ball to the sideline every other play? At least he's. At least he was throwing the ball to the sideline. He wasn't throwing it in the middle of the field over, or over overthrowing people by thirty yards. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I read too much into the hype on him, and I apologize to the audience. Don't man. apologize, like man, I left up. Here's the thing, <laughs> Robert. Do you think they'll learn from this game and get better? Do you think they're just gonna fall down slowly from the top twenty-five? I do like Heupel, but I did. His stock is down this week, and I, I, I will have to wait till the Alabama game to see if they they recoup. Recover from I think this. that's the worst thing is that they still have to play Alabama. Yeah, well, they got Georgia later, but that's not until November. Right, but at that they point. Got Kentucky and Vanderbilt and, you know, it was disgusting to see them play like that, man. I'm disgusted it, with Do you Tennessee. think they have a top-rated team in the SEC? Yes or no? No, I would tell them, listen, man, when you lose like that to Florida, you cannot fly back. We're putting y'all on a Greyhound bus back. That's disgraceful. <laughs> do, you, do you think that Tennessee is better than Alabama? Right now, it's a coin flip because Alabama's having problems at this the is, quarterback position. Um, this is the first so, time they felt. So the, let, let's move along to those to these. Uh, we kind of got behind on time um, to this week's games, man. I mean, speaking of this week's games, uh, let, let's finish up with the NFL real quick. Uh, Minnesota, uh, we just talked about Minnesota and the Chargers. I like, I think the Chargers got better talent. This is played in Minnesota. Both of these teams need a win. Both of them were in the playoffs last year. Both of them have their doubters. Uh, who do you got in that game and why? I, I think that the team with, um, I think Minnesota wins this, um, just out of experience, and and they need a win. If they don't win, then they're gonna have struggle so much more later in the season. So, and it's gonna be a really fun game. And, and I, I think the Chargers yeah. are in trouble because they played the ownership, the GM. They played this game on paper. They're not playing it on the field, and until they figure it out, balance themselves out on offense to score yeah. the points they need to be scoring with that arsenal. If if you can't score more than twenty one points, what I say. What I usually say, if you don't score more than 21 points, if you're not hitting 27, you are less likely to win a football game in, in the NFL this year. And, and okay, to your defense there, uh, according to FanDuel, Minnesota is the favorite in this game. Uh, I'm probably going to be down 0-3, maybe 0-4. Uh, I, th- I think the Chargers are going to win this mm-hmm. game. I think they got better players on defense. Mm-hmm. Not on the secondary side, but I do think they got a pretty good pass rush there. Uh, with this Charger team. I think there's a lot of pressure on them, even without a Eckler who won't be back again. Much better, much not as good run defense in Minnesota as a Tennessee. Tennessee's got a very good run defense. Very but you good. know, but you one know, of the best in the league, by the way. Minnesota's one of those teams that's, that can score. They score fast. Yes, uh, it'll be a fun might, game. I can't wait yeah, to see it. They might not be winning games like left to right, but they do make the, they do keep themselves in the game. They score fast. They average in more than twenty one points a game, and you know they can they can they can sneak this win for sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Kel, let's get this running back. I think his name's Josh Kelly. Chad will be starting. Eckler is out. Uh, so you know it is what it is, man. That's a, this is a top five running back that's not playing on the team, just like for the Giants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Barkley was out yesterday. So, Tennessee, Cleveland, Minnesota. Uh, that's only two NFL games. I mean, you know, obviously there's great games, but college, man. Notre Dame, Ohio State, Ooh. man. What about that, son? <laughs> who you got? Who you got? 
Well, I know I listened to you and Keith a little bit this morning. <laughs> I'm with Keith. You know, I really like this Sam Hartman guy. Oh, come Listen, on. 1934 is the last time Notre Dame beat Ohio State. Nine, this is before World War II took off, Chief. We're talking Newt Rockney uh, era, and I may be even a little off there. I like this Sam Hartman kid. I like this defense of Notre Dame. I like how close they played last year. Uh, this Freeman kid, I, this young coach, I thought now he may screw it up, but I really like Sam Harpin. And Ohio State, I don't really – I'm not in love with with, with, with Ohio State this Morals year. Morals from Ohio State. Maybe he transferred to LSU. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was beat out by some clown uh, that didn't make it. But uh, I, I like Notre Dame to just snap that losing streak, man. Oh. Notre Dame – led by Sam Hartman in uh, South Bend. This is in South Bend, by the way. They get the win Saturday night. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, I mean, they have a, Notre Dame has a great team. They got they got something they can hang on this year with Hartman being there as a quarterback um, coming through the transfer portal. But it's, so, it's a really close game anyway. It's not like they got to travel far. So traveling right. is not going to be an effect this week for any of those teams. Um Yo, I, I think I, I, I think it's gonna be a close game, and Ohio State might win this. And I feel you picking Ohio State. Yeah, I, I feel like Ohio State might might. Get so you it. like this guy? His name is Cal McCord. He's got more talent around him. He's got six touchdowns, one interception. That's Ohio State quarterback. Yeah. Uh, QBR of eighty-seven point two. Now he's got the best receiver in the country by a long shot, Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, who was it? Uh, God, what's that guy? Jeez, uh, what's the old coach for Ohio State there in Florida? Uh, uh, Urban Meyer said mm-hmm. he might be the number one pick. I think that's crazy talk. Of somebody, unless Caleb Williams is, is out he, there. Is he, gonna, is he using his gold shoes and gold gloves tomorrow? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, you know, you like, like Ohio State. I like Notre Dame. And what? And here's one thing. I think if if Notre Dame wins this game, yeah, and which is, you know, won't bother me. I just, I'm just picking them. I'm not gambling either. So, but if Ohio, I think that they could go two and two just as much as this game will take out of them. Right. So, um, yeah. and he thinks they're going to go undefeated and, and make a championship run. Yeah. I don't he know. says if they, if they win these next five, uh, but they got like USC. I don't know if they're going to run the table. I mean, that's asking a lot, man. Yeah. It's hard to handle. You beat Ohio State up in Notre Dame, you're going to be on like super cloud nine, man. You know, but Hartman's he's been in the league college football for about eight years. Yeah, man, uh, he, he might be able to handle it. Him and he got he gonna get the 50 winky starts award. for Sam Hartman. Yeah, he's gonna get the Winky Award this year for college football. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Colorado and uh Oregon. What are your thoughts? Remember last week I told you this. I said I'm worried about Dion ta- doing too much pregame hype. Taking too many shots at opposing coaches. Had you noticed he had said nothing about Oregon? We yeah. saw the late hit on Travis Hunter. There was a pre-fight. Don't say, did I call that or what? No, this uh, there's also been a lot of issues about some people, some kids' families getting threatened and things like that. Yeah, yeah. The guy that did the late hit on Hunter last week. What's yeah, your I thoughts think, on that game? I I think that that game uh, shows you that Colorado st- still needs and lacks depth. Right. Yeah. Um, but they don't like fight. And that, that was Colorado State's Super Bowl right there, man. Yeah, yeah. And they messed it up. They muffed it up. So um, and uh, now Colorado is on cloud nine. Yeah. Prime is giving these kids confidence. And they they I, I told Keith and I even I think I even mentioned it to you don't give these boys confidence because then they're going to they're going to run with it. And that's all they need. Plus, yeah. You know they're they're looking at it as an opportunity to get drafted. They're not looking at it as like who we play next. They're like I got to play well to get drafted yeah. um, because they all all of them transferred and they ain't got no. They don't qualify for for they don't even qualify for you know any, any kind of federal funds anymore because they they just oh you got yeah. options now. So these kids they're all playing for for NFL ticket and that's that's more yeah there's more on the line for them than anybody else. So you these kids are gonna fight. And now they're confident. Now they know they can hang. They beat a team like TCU that was in a championship game. Like that was in the yeah. you know playoff last year. They 
you know, and they, they're still they, pretty good this year. I listen to Keith. I don't know what Keith's saying. They, they, that's the only loss they had. Uh, Oregon's a different animal, but yeah, 21 points. I think mm-hmm. they keep within that. Are you calling for the outright win? I'm calling for a tie overtime. Wow. Oh, that would be crazy if it tied. Don't be surprised if it happened. Wow. Uh, the believe- over-under is like 71. I, I, I think uh, this feels about like a like a 47 to 33 I, Oregon. I, 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 I picked Colorado plus 21. I feel like one and a half in some in some books. I still feel like Shador uh, Sanders is not getting respect, and I feel like that was he, a great drive last week, wasn't it? They yeah, and it? I and I feel like he's gonna get probably gonna have his second best game as as a Colorado quarterback. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, they're winning and winning, but you got to give respect where respects due. And if he's not a Heisman candidate after this week. Well, if they beat Oregon and he has a five touchdowns and runs in for two, just two, uh, he's going to he, shoot up the charts. So I, I just I, hate it that that Travis Hunter is going to be out this week. He's got a lacerated liver, man. Yeah, but you know, but he's not everything on the team. No, it's, no, it's, not, it's, it's not, really making things happen. I like the team. <laughs> this is like a this is like a professional team because this team was pretty much it really like, is yeah. Built built during the offseason. And I think that's it. that to me interests me because these are guys that have come from other teams. Yeah. And are and like I said, they they're not looking for scholarship money. They looking to to tick to get to stamp the ticket to the draft. And and they because they already did most of their work already and now they just polishing it up. And when you're at that stage, you every game to you is the last game. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you know like this team is like 90% of those kids, man. So you're, who, who, you're saying this is going to be a tie? This ain't going to end in a win or a loss? No, I'm saying it's going to be overtime. I mean, they're, they're gonna Who's going to win, man? Oof, I don't call it a win, man. I'm I'm hoping Colorado wins, but – But you're probably saying we're going to probably win. Yeah, if it goes to overtime I, – I, if it goes to overtime, Colorado wins. If it doesn't go to overtime, um, it's Oregon's game. Okay, okay. Right? Well, let, let's move along, man. Yeah. Clemson, uh, Clemson is two and a half point underdogs, and Florida State is playing great. Clemson was destroyed in week one by by Duke. Yeah, uh, is this a sucker play? Does Clemson beat Florida State, man? This is Florida State's game to lose. Yes, if they make if they make one too many mistakes, that Clemson's gonna reap havoc on them. And and I say that because they're they're bleeding right now, man. They in the corner, and that's a that's a tough position. The wounded animal center. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm surprised it's not a bigger spread, man. Because they're not these. Both of these teams struggle to score. That's a problem. It takes. Yeah. Them- oh yeah, Florida State was looking ahead last week. They were playing Boston College and almost got beaten that game. But I think they'll be ready. I think they'll beat Clemson, man. But uh. I I don't know. It's like the, the like the bookies know something that I don't. The Vegas people. I'm like, why is this like a three point game? Yeah, because it's it's a because it's a conference game and both yeah. teams coming back from from some you know tough games and they got to come up and, and and play this game and whoever wins this game will probably be in in, in their conference championship, right? Yeah. So That's you're cool. picking Florida State too? Yeah, I'm picking Florida State. Pick the okay, uh, man. I hope this one ain't right, but I I, I tell you what, man. That freaking Lane Kiffin, his quarterback's playing really well. It's at Alabama. Did you pick him last week? No, no, uh, not in. Oh, I didn't pick him last. I tell you what, I think I think they'll cover that seven point spread. Uh, Jalen Morose coming back to Alabama. Does Kiffin get off the schneid against Saban and beat Alabama? They're having problems at their quarterback position in Alabama, big time. Yeah, and, and I think um, Saban knows this, and he's going to hang his head on that defense. That defense is young, it's, uh, it's fast, and it needs to yeah. like it needs to make it needs to come up big, bigger now than more than ever, so that Saban, so these kids can stay on the team, and Saban not go haywire next next season and open a transfer portal and, and get eighty kids. Um, it's up. It's for Alabama to lose, man, and I don't think that they, that Saban's going to leave that defense 
you know. I'm thinking 30-26 Alabama. Yeah, something close, man. Even yeah. something like 27-21, something like that. 27-21, you think Alabama wins at home? Yeah, I think, I think their okay. defense is going to like hold them a little bit. As long as they okay. don't break, it'll be all right. All right. You got anything you need to add, man? Uh, We're a little over tonight. Man, listen, it's – Good show. It's been fun, man. Tiger blood. <laughs> <laughs> what was that he used to say all the time? I mean, he ain't. I think he did say tiger blood. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that man ain't never said, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's crazy, he's man. Crazy, I'm bro. I'm surprised he's still living. He's wild, man. He's a wild thing. Well, man. Lou Holtz, he thinks Notre Dame's gonna win. By the way, Lou Holtz is still alive. <laughs> man, Patrick. They put their pants on the same way we do. Remember, oh, he used to do like a lot of it's, Lou Holtz. It's a, it's a different game than when Lou Holtz coached, man. You know, Lou Holtz is pretty good. That was yonder year, man. Yeah, thank, thank you, Chad. Uh, yeah, it's been a great show. Um, hopefully, man, you'll be back next week. I'll call uh, you tomorrow. See what how these games are going, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, if I don't text you back, that means I'm working late, and the and the the game is on record. And I don't want to. Get all that messed up, Chief. Which, I don't want you game, telling me anything. Which game are you recording? The Tennessee game? Uh, no, no, God, no. <laughs> Oregon and Colorado, Florida, uh, Alabama game. And if I'm working really late, just to be on the safe side, I'm recording uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State will be played at 730 uh, Eastern, 630 Central, which I can't wait, man. That's going to be the game right there. Yeah, but isn't that Oregon later because it's on the West Coast? No, Oregon's at uh, three thirty Eastern. I think it's on ABC, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. That's what I'm saying. It's a it's a later game because yeah, you know, and of course I know I'll probably be working there. Do not text me during the Oregon game. Hey, I gotta work. That's keeping the show alive, you know. So do your thing, bro. Do your thing. All right, brother. Thanks, man. Thank you, Chad. Thank Happy you, Corey. Thank you, everybody. Until next time, I'll see you Monday. Other words, same time, same place here on Sports. Sports.